Today, on the first day of Hanukkah, I want to share with you an idea that just came to me this morning, and hopefully we'll continue to share an idea every day of Hanukkah on the mystical significance of Hanukkah. And um, today, the idea that I want to share is as follows. There's a debate in the Talmud about how many candles to light on the first night of Hanukkah. Of course, we're all familiar with the triumphant opinion, which is the opinion of Beis Hillel, which is the first night of Hanukkah, you light one candle, and you increase by one candle every subsequent night, two candles tonight, three tomorrow, and so on until we get to eight candles. The opposing opinion is the opinion of Beis Shammai, which is that you start Hanukkah by lighting eight candles and decrease it by one candle every day. Now, of course, that one is a little bit more puzzling because why are we starting with eight? So the Talmud explains that Beis Shammai is, corresponds to the days that are decreasing, meaning there's eight days of Hanukkah today and tomorrow, and there's eight days left. Tomorrow, there'll be seven days left. The next day, there'll be six days left. So it's, it corresponds to the potential of how many days of Hanukkah are coming. Whereas Beis Hillel corresponds to the days of Hanukkah that are here. Today's the first day. Tomorrow's the second day, right? The days of the miracle that have occurred. And each day the miracle grows and grows. Really corresponding to the actual or the revealed miracle. Beis Shammai is corresponding to the potential miracle. Um, there's another opinion in the Talmud that says that Beis Hillel corresponds to the idea of increasing holiness. There's a concept in the Talmud that we always increase holiness, we don't decrease, which means that we would never we never try to take something and lower its level. So each day we're increasing the level of holiness as the miracle continues, as Hanukkah, as the holiday continues, there's more and more light brought into the world. Beis Shammai, on the other hand, says it corresponds to the s- sacrifices that were brought on Sukkot. Well, what's the correspondence to Sukkot? What, what does this have to do with Sukkot? On the holiday of Sukkot, there were 70 um, rams brought throughout the holiday of Sukkot. And the number decreases from the first day of Sukkot until the last day of Sukkot. On the first day of Sukkot, we start with 13 um, rams and then decrease it to 12 the next day and 11 the day after that. And the significance of this, the commentaries explain, is that Sukkot is a holiday where we, the number 70 corresponds to the 70 root nations of the world. And on Sukkot, we bring sacrifices for the entire world. It's a time when we go out of our house and we actually pray that the whole world should have good rain and good harvests. Um, and and we're, we're, we're actually praying for the nations of the world. But why did the number decrease and so it's explained that the numbers decrease because we it corresponds to the that it should be it should weaken the negativity amongst the nations of the world the bad qualities the uh right we know that um the nations of the world and the jewish nation do not have such a great history and uh we're we're praying also that the evil within the nations should disappear so there are essentially two different qualities of fire fire brings light 
but fire also consumes and destroys, creates heat. So Beis Hillel is corresponding to the increase of light that comes from the candles, bringing more holiness and more light into the world. A candle is a metaphor for uh, a mitzvah, that as we do mitzvahs, we bring more light, more holiness into the world. That's the idea of lighting candles in Judaism. When we light candles on a yurt site um, for someone who passed away, uh, on holidays, Shabbos, the idea is bringing more light into the world, especially on Hanukkah when we light the candles, it, it corresponds to bringing light into the darkest places in our life. In the winter, on the left side of the door, close to the ground, uh, significant uh, uh, nightfall is bringing light into darkness. Beis Shama, on the other hand, is relating to the consuming ability of fire. And he sees that the goal of the flames of the, of the Hanukkah candles is to burn up the evil in the world. There's two approaches to fighting evil. One is, one is take it head on, try to attack the evil, and the other is to bring more light into the room. And a small flame pushes away a lot of darkness. These are the two approaches of Beis Hill and Beis Shammai. And we find this throughout the Talmud. Beis Hill and Beis Shammai are two schools of thought. They often argue about everything. In general, their approach can always be summed up into this uh, this approach, Beis Hills looks at things in terms of the actual. Beis Shammai looks at it in terms of the ideal or the potential. Beis Hill always looks at things as coming from a place of doing good. Beis Shammai sees it as a place of running away from bad, fighting evil. So it's really two different approaches to life. So we, of course, uh, throughout the entire Talmud, we go according to the opinion of Beis Hillel that the ideal at this time in history is to do good, is to focus on the reality of the world as it is, not on the ideal that people are people, people have their challenges. Beis Hilla always was kinder and more easygoing and more um, manageable, took into account the, the common person. Beis Shammai was smarter, deeper, and more strict, and also sh uh, himself was a sharper person. Sh the Hillel, Shammai, the sage, was a, was a sharper personality. And the Talmud says that because Hillel was kinder, we, we go according to Hillel. But when Mashiach comes in the future uh, Messianic era, the, we'll go according to Beis Shammai, when we'll be able to handle truth in a, in a, in a more stricter way, what's called the attribute of, of justice, of judgment, of strength. But right now we go according to the aspect of kindness. So we go according to Beis Hillel. So I want to point out something amazing about the first night of Hanukkah where we light one candle. Bringing light into the world, right, is our job as a Jewish people. We're supposed to be a light to the nations. And what's so amazing about a candle is that one flame can light an infinite amount of flames without ever diminishing of its own light. And that's the idea of spirituality. The more full of spirituality and positivity that you are, the more you can light up other people. The more ability you have to give you don't lose out by giving. You gain by giving. But the first step is getting that first candle lit. The difference between the first night of Hanukkah and the second night of Hanukkah, going from no flames to one flame versus going from one flame to eight flames, is of infinite difference. The difference from zero to one is infinitely greater than from one to a million. Because take, making that, bringing that first light into the world is the hardest part. Once 
the first light is lit, you can go on to light many, many other lights. The message of the first night of Hanukkah is that although the miracle of Hanukkah was that that jug of oil burned and lasted for eight days, the greatest miracle is the Jewish spirit that fought, that overcame the hardship of the Greek exile, winning a war against all odds against the great Greek army that was many, many times greater than the Jews, many times more superior in all ways to the Jewish army, which was made up mostly of untrained priests, Kohanim. The greatest miracle of Hanukkah is that we, after all that, searched searched through the rubble and the ruin and the ashes of the temple to find that one jug of oil. We took the effort to light that one jug of oil in purity, even though, according to Jewish law, there was no need to light that first that jug of oil in purity. There's no need for that jug of oil to be pure. You know, there's a famous question that is often asked, which is that, why do we keep Hanukkah for eight days? Really, the miracle of Hanukkah was only seven days because there was one jug of oil that was able to light for for seven for one day. So the first day wasn't a miracle. The first day was normal. The rest of the days were miraculous. So really, we should only light seven candles commemorating the miracle. So a lot of answers given, hundreds of answers given actually to why Hanukkah is eight days long. But one of them is perhaps that the miracle we're celebrating on the first night of Hanukkah is the ability, our ability to persevere through darkness and to light that first flame. That is the hardest part, to get up the energy out of the darkness, to pick yourself up and try to strive towards the light, to try to do good, to try to bring in goodness, to give to others, to pick yourself up from a hard place and light that first light. That takes the greatest amount of effort. But once you do that effort, once you put in your part, then the miraculous is able to happen and that light is able to burn. You're able to completely change around your life. All we have to do is that first step, get ourselves out of bed, pick ourselves up and make an effort to change. If you make the effort, then God will do the rest. So that I believe is the message of the first day of Hanukkah is that we have to do something from ourselves, from below, in our own life. We have to start the process. If we start the process, then by literally creating a vessel, if we put in the oil into a vessel, into a cup, and we prepare the wick, and we do our best to get the spark lit, then the fire will come from above in a miraculous way. I want to wish you a beautiful first day of Hanukkah and stay tuned for more ideas as the week progresses, God willing. This message is Le'ili Nishmas, is in the memory of my grandfather Shlomo Ben Moshe Yaakov, uh, Sherman Lichman, who passed away on this day 22 years ago. You should have an Aliyah, it's Neshama Shed, it should go up and he should be a melitz for all of his enichlach and uh, and and descent and descendants